Welcome to the Old Ways for the New Age podcast, where we are embracing ancient ways of being and opening our hearts to the magic of everyday life. We are your hosts, Christy and Hannah. Join us as we romance the ordinary, re-enchant our own lives with plant magic and get ourselves back to the garden. Before we get into the podcast, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the unceded land on which we live, work and record, the Wanjaraburra people. We wish to honour their elders past, present and emerging and recognise their continued connection to the land, sea and community. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Always for the New Age podcast. This is Hannah, and I am here this week to talk to you about the maiden mother matriarch archetypes and what they represent, different ways that you see them presented throughout time in different cultures, the masculine version of this trio, and even more, and how they relate to the cycles of the year. Uh, So yeah, I hope you really enjoy this and thank you for being here. And I have realized, by the way, that uh, we now know how to leave reviews for the podcast. So I am going to actually put a little video up on our Instagram and you can go leave us a review if you're enjoying the content. But also just a huge thank you to everybody who's tuning in and listening and being patient with my sporadic uploading Um, I really appreciate it and thank you for responding if you have to any of the polls that I put on Instagram because that's really helpful. I get to know what you're looking for, what you're enjoying, what days of the week you like the upload. That surprised me. A lot of you picked Monday and I did not expect that so (laughs) I can definitely look at um, changing the day that the upload is happening and there's just going to be a lot of Um, leveling up and you know growth as I get this all nailed down and sorted so again thank you for being here and let's jump right in previously you may have heard the maiden mother matriarch be called maiden mother crone and that is perfectly fine if you resonate with that and I actually still do resonate with that Um, however I do understand that crone sometimes has negative connotations with you know some women uh because of the way that it's used in modern society. Matriarch is a really beautiful way of symbolizing that later stage in life. And so that is why I'll predominantly be using that today. But if I slip between the two, now you know why. Um, So let's talk about this week, the maiden mother matriarch archetype. And this is something that it's a symbol. It's a symbol, but it's something that all women and really all people and all experiences living experiences on earth um, reflect in some way or another so it's basically referring to the stages of life so the beginning is fresh and new but also then you're moving on to the mother stage so that would be the maiden stage it's you know affiliated with spring and new beginnings budding the beginning of growth, the free stage where you don't have attachments and you're able to go and flirt your way through life and have whimsical experiences, which again, you can do at any stage of life. But this is just what the picture that is painted when we're talking about the maiden archetype, um, you know, the young, the young maiden with the long hair and she's in her free flowing dresses and she's having fun with her girlfriends and exploring relationships and romantic relationships with other people and 
she just she's able to just live life exactly the way she wants to live it with no responsibilities <laughs> and so that's a really fun stage in life and then we move on to the mother the mother stage which is we're starting to settle down perhaps we've got a life partner maybe we have a child or maybe we birth a business or you know we buy a house or we're moving on to that stage of life where we are a little bit more tied to our experience it's not as transient as the maiden phase and it's a little bit more serious and in a really beautiful way, in a dedicated um, growth way. And it's also a refiguring of our own identities, especially anyone who is a mother would understand that there's definitely a lot of changes in regards to identity that happen in the mothering stage. But you don't just have to be a parent to go through these transitions because also remember that we go through our Saturn return at 28 <laughs> aroundabouts. And then, you know, in between there, we also have a whole bunch of other astrological experiences and just personal life experiences that really shake things up for us. So it is, it's a crisis of identity, but not really crisis, but a growth of identity and a refiguring out of what our identity looks like. And so that would be, the mother phase would be like, I think the summer used to do that ripeness, that fertile, that um, hardworking, productive, responsibility for providing food for the winter kind of a stage. And then we have the matriarch stage, which I'm going to actually shake things up in a second, but I do want to just continue flowing with this. So the matriarch stage or the crone phase is where you are in your grandmother stage and you things are winding down. You're in more of the winter of your life and you have, that's the sage of the sage and the wise woman. And, you know, you're in just a completely different space. So it's really potent and um, deep and meaningful and inward. And, you know, at the same time, sharing with those who are younger than you, the wisdom that you've gleaned through life and stuff that you can't get from other, anything other than lived experience. Right. And so, yeah, it's, it's the winter stage. It's the, you know, the depths of winter, the ending, you know, not in a negative way again. None of this is negative. It's just, it's just mimicking life, right? It's mimicking nature. So I want to throw a fourth stage in here for you. And this is a concept that I believe is Jungian in nature. So Carl Jung. And then somebody came after him, one of his apprentices, I think, who talked about this also. However, there is a fourth stage and Jerry from Grauhaven talks about this quite a lot. In her words, she calls it the mediumistic woman phase, but um, also it seems like Carl Jung called it the medial phase or stage. And so that comes between the mother and the matriarch stage. And I have found this to be so really incredibly relevant for women in particular. Uh, I'm sure it also is relevant to men, but my experiences have been with, you know, people who identify as women and the stage in particular for parents where you're between, you're not, you're, you're, you're a mother still, you're always a mother, right? But you know, you're still in the throes of motherhood, but not with toddlers and young children, your teens or young adult children are out in the world. They're starting to live their own life. They have their own identities now and, they have their own needs, wants, desires. They know what they want usually, or maybe they don't, but they're out there doing life, right? And they don't need your help as much. And then you're left with, again, another stage of 
you know, figuring out what your identity looks like now when you're not in the throes of parenting young children. And this is a really potent time for the spiritual growth of a woman. And I think that it really is imperative to look at the mediumistic woman stage because it really takes you very well from the mother to the to the crone or to the matriarch stage because there are also four seasons in a year, right? So we talked about spring being the maiden and we've talked about summer being the mother and then autumn is the mediumistic woman and then winter is, is the matriarch. And so this is something that I'm very passionate about and women in particular in this stage of their lives are starting to really blossom into their spiritual journeys, especially if they haven't been in a place where they've had the support or the space to do that, or the capacity to, to start on that spiritual journey previously. They're really delving deeper into it or starting it at this time of their lives. They have realized they're again in another stage of developing a new identity. Like, who am I now? Who am I now? Um, who do I want to be? How do I want to spend my time? How do I want to spend my life? You know, what do I want to learn? What do I want to develop for myself? And so that is the stage of the mediumistic woman. So really we're looking at maiden, mother, mediumistic woman, matriarch, (laughs) which is a lot of M's and a lot of uh, tongue twisters there. But I know that you can probably see now why I'm really passionate about this, because it's definitely a big stage that needs support as well. And it's going to get you to that, you know, that matriarch stage where you have the wisdom because you're going to be gaining it throughout your life but you really I think anchor everything in and start to be more confident in yourself and really turn that life and lived experience into wisdom throughout that stage and that's really beautiful so you can definitely see patterns of threes throughout history across many different cultures and patterns of three and the number three is definitely very culturally significant And also is very heavily featured in spirituality and religious uh, contexts. And so another example of this would be Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Um, If you're looking at tarot, page, night king, stag, father, sage is what kind of is the translated version of maiden, mother, matriarch. And, you know, something else that I think is really important to address, because we love to talk about my perspectives here, (laughs) and I think about things generally a little bit differently is that I never want these kinds of concepts to be locking people into some sort of binary, right? So you do not have to identify as female or male or be a cis female or cis male to be able to use these archetypes in your life and see their reflections and enjoy working with these archetypes because it's really about the masculine feminine and Everybody has masculine and feminine within them. It's really a spectrum, right? And for some folks, it's a deeper expression of a masculine on one day and a deeper expression of the feminine on another day. And that is perfectly fine. So you're really just looking at the archetypes. And that's why, you know, looking at different things like Page, Night King, Stagfather, Sage, or make up your own. You could go spring, summer, autumn, winter, and you could look at that. I'm in the spring of my life and take the you know the gender roles or sex roles out of it altogether um but I just this is something I've talked about with Eleni before when we used to do lives on Instagram is that it really doesn't have anything to do with gender or sex it really is to do with the 
energies of masculine and feminine. And wherever you sit on that spectrum is completely fine. And so, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that 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 was said because I think it's absolutely still something that could be harnessed by non-binary folks or trans or queer folks, just, you know, as much as the rest of people. And if that's something that resonates with you, totally use it and, you know, know that it's not something that needs to be locked into a binary, right? But (laughs) that being said, what we can do to harness and work with these archetypes, well, first of all, observation, seeing how nature reflects this through the seasons, through the life stages of other living beings. But, you know, these archetypes and the stages that you'll reflect these archetypes throughout your life, they're they're occasions for um, ritual and celebration. So this is just as much as we honour and should honour someone's first bleed, for example. You know, it's also we do honour someone's transition to motherhood quite often with, you know, baby blessings and uh, baby showers and things like that. But really, like, we should be doing it in a much deeper, more reverent way, I think. And we're starting to get there. But also, I think in regards to that, there's a lot that could be done in, you know, in avoiding cultural appropriation, because a lot of those celebrations pull on things maybe slightly inappropriately. But there's a lot more we could do within our own cultures to either take on traditions or create new ones that really deeply celebrate and acknowledge this passage from one life stage to another. And also, you know, working with flower essences during these transitions would be really beautiful. Meditations as well, particularly if you're in your mediumistic woman stage, I think meditation is like going to be a game changer for you. And also caring for your hormones, no matter how you identify, but your hormones and your body in general, according to the stage of life that you're in. And then also just embracing your season, just knowing that it's all a part of something. This is this is the way nature intended and there's a natural flow to the way that the world works and this can be a really beautiful, empowering thing. And so, you know, ponder, think about ways that you could harness these energies for yourself and also treat yourself with more reverence and kindness for every single stage that you pass through in life. I like, again, I did mention how the wheel of the, or not even the wheel of the year, but how the seasons are reflected in these archetypes or how these archetypes reflect the seasons rather. But also you see the story of these archetypes painted throughout the wheel of the year. So if you are more of a Celtic pagan uh, kind of person and that's your jam, you can totally see the way that it progresses through the year from like spring and the beginning of fresh life. And then we move through to the summer where we are, you know, growing all of our produce for the season. We need it to be really abundant. And then we head to the autumn and the harvests and then moving into the winter to the depths of winter and the endings and, you know, making space for new life to come back again in the spring. So you can totally see how that maiden, mother, mediumistic woman, matriarch stages are reflected in the wheel of the year. And particularly, again, the mediumistic woman archetype is particularly important to acknowledge because that, if we're connecting that with autumn, look at the seasons that we have, look at the celebrations we have in autumn. We have Maybon and Samhain, or Samhain, and these are two very spiritual, 
deeply reverent holidays and celebrations, right? So I just think it's really fantastic. And there's so much more I could say on this topic. And I would love to explore it deeper if this is something that you would like to know more on. Definitely let me know the specifics of what you'd like to know more on and I can talk about it again. But this is just, I guess, the purpose of this episode is to address the topic and give you guys a chance to now start, if you're not already, looking at the way that these archetypes reflect in life around you and in you and in your celebrations and your spiritual path and how you've seen people before you go through these stages as well. And there's so much more that could connect in with this. For example, um, at about age 40, you go through your Uranus opposition, which is like your midlife crisis. But again, it it's all dependent on how much work you've already done on yourself, right? But it, again, is like a change in identity. And so that to me is your autumn and your mediumistic woman stage. And so I just think, yeah, there's just such a magic behind this. And also nothing magic at all. Like it's completely makes, it makes so much sense when you think about it and you start to connect it with your life and the world around you. So I really hope that you enjoy this and this kind of connected some dots for you or, you know, brought up new topics for you that you're going to start to think about and apply. And I would love to, yeah, talk about this a little bit more in the future, but that's it for now. And I just hope you enjoyed this little quick episode this week and we'll be back for more next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us and for listening in. We know your time is sacred and special and we appreciate you spending yours with us. Please feel free to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at oldwaysforthenewage underscore podcast to see more of what we talk about here. We hope you'll join us next time. Until then, bye for now.